Hey, Charlie. Hey, Giovanni. To top or not to top? That is the question. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Naya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my trusty co-host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya, chair of the film, TV, and media department of the ANTM Institute International. Dr. Anaya, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? I'm well, thank you. That always makes me laugh because that is such a mouthful. Your career is Um, not a joke. Okay, true. Valid point. Um, I hope everyone has their passport ready and it's valid because we are going to get it stamped tonight. Uh, and we have a very special guest joining us for the first time. Could you introduce yourself to the panel and share with us a few of your favorite models and or cycles? Hey, everybody. My name is Arthur Marroquin, and I am here an avid, avid top model fan. Um, I love this show so much. It is ingrained in me forever and ever and ever as bad as you know the show doesn't hold up to the test of time but um I even had my own top model at my school that I hosted obviously I was the Tyra because I'm a photographer I yeah I'm a photographer I'm an actor and so top model really actually got and started my photography career and so I actually got to work with Mike Ruiz who you see on later seasons and I got to intern for him and uh, I've gotten to shoot uh, two of the girls on Top Model, Sarah from C- Cycle 16 um, and Jesline from Cycle 8. Jesline actually mm-hmm. will always forever be my favorite Top Model, who's actually my friend. And I love her. She says hello, everybody, um, to the podcast. Um, hey, girl. <laughs> hola. Hola. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, oh, yeah, the two girls uh, are Latina, both of those. Um I really, really love Melrose, um, despite what a lot of people have to feel. I love Joni forever and ever. I love Nick, cycle five. Um, I love Yaya, cycle three. I love Joanna, cycle two. These are all good choices. There's a lot of good that came out of it in my life. It taught me how to make sure to always stand out in a room and how to taught me how to fall in love with photography. Yay. Love it. Well, let's get down to business and work through today's episode. We are discussing cycle three, episode nine. All right. We open with the girls talking about their flaws, mean girl style. Narelle wants collagen in her lips. And hates her shoulders. And I guess Tyra has really bad breath in the morning. (laughs) Yaya, meanwhile, is casually stretching nearby. And in a confessional, she says she feels confident. (laughs) But not big-headed. Right. right. The girls get a Tyra mail. Which tells them to prepare to die. 
at 9.15 a.m. Fortunately, they're not being murdered. And Narelle really thinks that they're going to die. Yeah, um, she's well, she has right to worry after everything that they've been through. Who knows where this this journey will end? Well, they end up at Sandy Shuren's acting school where they do a quick teach on how to do a cold reading on stage. Nicole's excited because she studied method acting, so she expects to do very well. They start with a quick visualization exercise that makes Amanda cry because she sees a flower and her baby, who she misses. That's fair. Uh, her son actually is a model. I follow her and her son. And her son is like his in his first year in college. And he is at a modeling agency run by Molly Sue from cycle six later on. Yay. Well, back on stage, they are about to meet a special guest. And they meet, is, is he like an Oscar? Nom- is he an Oscar nominated actor? He is not. Okay. From what I know, but Broadway stage and their stage and TV and film star. He's a regulation hottie. (laughs) (laughs) We meet Tay Diggs and it's a UPN crossover event. We love a good crossover on this show. They do a scene where they're dying. They're in a hospital bed. So they are dying, just not literally. And they have to explain their feelings to their lover who is portrayed by Tay Diggs. And the girls have to do a terrible cold reading with some complicated medical terms. And I don't know where the doctor's at this time because I feel like the doctor's the one telling your lover like what's going on with your your partner like what do they have but notice the girls telling Tay what they have everyone does pretty well um Amanda somehow though dies and comes back and then dies again (laughs) do they do pretty well it's always funny to me because like if I was like being an actor and like Sandy Sheeran like granted like yes there's well like acting like Tay Diggs well but then there's also like you've all never acted before I guess this is passable and like that's the thing Yaya's pretty good and I think there's a reason that Yaya becomes an actress later in her life okay this is good this is good for first time cold reading (laughs) well except for it's on a curve Amanda turning it into like a zombie scene (laughs) <laughs> by or 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 and, uh, religious and moaning is she zombie is she's jesus who can tell <laughs> there's a second coming of amanda though in this episode <laughs> um sandy gives them their notes afterwards um eva stayed in scene which is really good we love that we love when you can get from beginning to end norel has a compelling quality i'm not sure what that is though but they like it hey tells Anne that she has good projection um but she was literally reading the cue cards like straight up like the entire time. And I watched you very closely and I could hear you from the back of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear you from the restroom. <laughs> um, Yaya made a connection, which is what I think was needed and what was asked for them. Yaya also said the hard words. She did. She did. And she's educated. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the champ still of whatever everybody, or Nicole simply opted with the park. park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, said it like she's been there because she probably has. She probably has. <laughs> well, speaking about Nicole, they forget Nicole for a second. And Tay's like, she was sensitive. And Sandy's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you're the winner. <laughs> forget about Nicole. Yeah, literally. I mean, literally. She should be worried at that point that she's just forgotten. I think Nicole has something, but, and I I don't know if it's just the red hair and I really love red and maybe that's it. She is the case of like the makeover wears her versus her wearing the makeover. 
Agreed. Great. So we find out Yaya is the winner of the challenge again. So Tyra walks in wearing a naughty nurse outfit, which is straight out of like, you know, any spirit Halloween score. And then, <laughs> you, you know, she reads. Formerly known as Barney's. she reads some random quick poem with tay and then tells them they're packing their bags because you're going to tokyo which somehow rhymes and it like is convoluted and then everyone's going insane as you should you're going to tokyo on to go become a top model of course and as the winner yaya gets to fly luxury class and she chooses amanda to share her prize with her and all the other girls are back with the cattle in coach they rush home to pack and they're on the plane i admit like love later they still and again i love these early cycles because it really sets up like the foundation for what becomes a top model like i think after season four like everything is cemented in like what a regular season is of Mm -hmm. top model what you can expect yaya and amanda live large they're toasting champagne moving their seats back and forth for you know lots and lots of clips because they can yeah reading some magazine with tyra it (laughs) says banking on tyra as a headline And then everyone else sleeps in like very awkward positions, letting them know that they lost and that people in coach are poor. Yeah, well, literally, God. literally, it's her <laughs> bridesmaids. Help me, I'm poor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they land in Tokyo and they drive right to a shrine where they ask for a blessing of prosperity and cleanse themselves under Tyra's guidance. They arrive at their hotel next, which they discover is a capsule hotel in which they sleep in what Narelle describes as coffin-sized pods. Was it Narelle who said that? Yeah. Yeah. And there's no door. They just have like a little blind that they can pull down in front. They so did that's them dirty. Super fun, right? <laughs> Luxury. The budget went away after I don't on the plane. For yeah. Yaya and Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. The good news is this hotel can receive mail because Tyra mail. arrives and tells them to be ready to leave in 30 minutes. They end up at the photo shoot location where Jay Manuel apparently has taken a break from doing wardrobe tests for the Matrix. What is he wearing? Uh, It's like a sleeveless, long black button down. It is, you know, very like a trench with no sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, And then like skirtish, skirtish, skirt, skirt type thing. Skirt adjacent, skirt adjacent. It's like kimono with no sleeves. He got lost on his way to the hideous skirt convention. (laughs) And it's all leather. It's all leather. (laughs) It's his mom's from the 80s. Well, Jay explains what their job is. They're doing a commercial for Campbell Select entirely in Japanese. The director is Zenti Yoshi, and he communicates with them only through a translator. The commercial is another cold read. They get 30 minutes to study the script, and then they have to read the Japanese off cue cards. That's tough. I can't even memorize 30 minutes in English script. Granted, I, as an actor, I get that, like, things change on set or something, but, like, they keep on emphasizing, like, the real world and i'm like never has this ever happened in a real world situation campbell's is not going to (laughs) waste millions of advertising dollars on these american girls to like who just came off a plane to all of a sudden speak japanese like you know and obviously they're gonna fail and so the job here is to not 
like necessarily have like I think a decent or good commercial. I think it's just like whoever has the commercial that sucks the least and you show us your personality and that you're trying because like that would just never happen. No one would ever have a good one and I don't think anybody does. No. Well, we if we find that out as Eva can't get through the Japanese because you know, she only <laughs> had 30 minutes to learn a, a, foreign a language. thousand year old foreign language, like one of the first languages to come about like in 30 minutes. Um, and as good, according to Mr. Yoshi and the translator, really big shocking revelations there. <laughs> um, she even surprises herself. Um, Noelle was not great, but that was expected because she's really just stunned by the fact that she's in Hello Kitty land and like nothing else really matters to her. Um, Yaya did pretty well. Um, Amanda was the last one and she is shooting in the dead of night with just like a spotlight on her looking like, as she quotes herself, an onion with a pair of ears. Um, she had, <laughs> her pony was slicked back. She, I mean, she was almost bald headed. Like, yeah. <laughs> I cannot. And her head is not round. And she's also like pale. <laughs> yeah, and she's made very... her even more pale. I, yeah, I think they added like a ton of like concealer and then they put on that fuchsia hot pink eyeshadow. Mr. Yoshi gives them a letter as the as the translator likes to call it, uh, but it's Tyra Mail. It says that they're going to meet with panel tomorrow because this is a competition and the girls better not forget about that. Um, at panel, we meet our normal judges. We are invited. We are greeted by Janice, the world's first supermodel. Nigel's there. <laughs> no lays there, unfortunately. Um, and then we have Mr. Yoshi <laughs> with a new translator who, you know what? I could speak in He's tongues better. for him. <laughs> what? Wow. He was kind of cute. I'll give him, I'll give him to, to the yeah. translator. Yeah, that was an, that was a, an upgrade. <laughs> yes. They learned that they're going to have a panel challenge and they have to do a live commercial for ANTM Umobushi. I hope I said that right. I can't even <laughs> say that. Um, well, they then, didn't say it correctly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nicole literally said Umobushi. <laughs> so... A for effort on my part. And the girls realize that they have to eat this product that they know nothing about. And it is, as we are, as it's described as the worst tasting thing they've ever had in their mouths. Um, Nicole says it's like a pickled plum. That's literally exactly what it is. I just Googled it. Oh, is it a real thing? Yes. It's pickled in brine. Okay. Ooh, I wouldn't want to eat that either. And do people, like, do people like cook it or do people like just eat it like that? Well, I think it's good as candy, apparently. See, They're extremely I, sour and salty. <laughs> I think I would like it. It has to be in your palate, because if not, you're definitely not going right. to be eating it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the, most of the girls are okay with eating this umabushi, except for Yaya, who has an internal struggle with herself, and she has to choose between swallowing it or spitting it out. And if I have learned anything, you always swallow. <laughs> <laughs> and well, she doesn't, but she, she spits doesn't. it out and mm -hmm. she disrespects an entire country in mm -hmm. 2.5 seconds. So the judges review the commercials. Eva messed up the Japanese and the English. And Mr. Yoshi said it sounded like Chinese. <laughs> and Janice is even like freestyling rap in Eva. And I guess that's just because she messes up, but... <laughs> Um, probably also kind of a racist remark. And then <laughs> Anne needs to hold her face prettier. That's what Nole Marin said, but did very well and was enthusiastic, despite the fact that 
she looked at like the cue cards like completely the entire time. Uh, Norelle's Japanese was bad and Janice thought she seemed out of it, but her personality came out in the panel challenge. And I will say when she was like, Umabushi, like her thing is cute. And I think again, when she got to Japan, that she can really, really do well there. You know, that, that because she's got bigger eyes and she's very, you know, that kind of thing at that time, what was so appealing to that culture. I mean, um, she looks like she stepped out of an anime. Exactly. That is, <laughs> that's exactly why. And so she just doesn't believe in herself a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And so how do we believe in you? You know, Amanda has no passion, but made no mistakes, but spoke too fast. And sure, I mean, she was also, again, in the dead of night shooting the commercial. And um, Yaya was slow, but I feel like, granted, I don't know Japanese, but I feel like that was the best Japanese I heard. But it was slow, according to, because of the death music that was playing in the background while she spit out the food. And, you know, she gets completely dragged by Tyra in the panel being like, that's disrespectful to the culture that's disrespectful to the client that's disrespectful to us you know you don't even want this like and again like tyra hates a quitter she's just she's gonna knock yaya down a peg and really be like you're gonna be in the bottom too because of that because i don't agree that yaya should have been in the bottom too i don't agree that Anne should have been number one we're not even there yet <laughs> so yes you will we can go into the actual okay. it, it just blows my mind the way panel happens all the time slack also nicole brings up while they're on their way eating the ramen in the car we never know if tire if panel is gonna look more at the photo or whatever they're doing that week or the personality right and that's what they're in a an abusive relationship with Tyra Banks. <laughs> well, then we get the roll call. Anne gets called first, which is insane. Insane. Um, followed by Eva. is that her first first? Yeah, this is her second first. What? Oh no! Didn't she get called She's first? Never been called first. Sorry, she got called second at the. She's mostly Lee been Jeans. called last. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, she got three, called second two, three times. <laughs> yeah. As she reminded us at the beginning of the episode, and then yeah. yeah. Uh, followed by Eva, who had the worst commercial and is still second, Narelle and Amanda. The bottom two this episode were Yaya and Nicole. Nicole, Tyra says, needs to be more memorable, having been forgotten twice this episode, oh, yeah, once legitimately Nicole. and once, uh, as Arthur pointed out, extremely um, fakely by Tyra. Yaya needs to be respectful of product. Tyra ends up calling Yaya and gives her a good dressing down by telling her to go to the nearest Japanese bakery and buy a giant slice of humble pie. Wow. I really want to see that clip, you know, where <laughs> Yaya goes. I hope she did. I hope she did. And they just play it during the credits. And then like, <laughs> she br- oh, how go- great would it have been if she had come back to panel and brought some pie for fucking Tyra. Like, that would have been amazing. Let's do a little judging the judges. I'll see you in court. What did we all think of these commercials? Besides that they were horrible. <laughs> I think that's all you can say is I, they were windy. There was no control yeah. of the environment. Like Anne's hair is blowing in her face. Yep. Um, no money was put into these commercials. No. 
my Garnier Fructis commercial in that I made from my top model back in high school had probably a bigger budget. <laughs> I think they're all wearing the same kimono. They're definitely wearing the same. <laughs> like they've sh- they've just shared it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, they are. And Eva looks amazing, and so does Amanda. Even despite. Um, no, wait, never no. mind. No, no Amanda no, doesn't look good. No, no, I think never, Eva and Yaga are the best looking ones. N- yes. Nicole looks good and does look good. And I'm going to kind of agree with Nole, which feels terrible about like her looking like she is pretty, but like it's when she's acting, she's like not, it's not looking nice. Um, And I think that's just because she's reading cue cards and doesn't know the damn lines. Amanda looks like she's been tracking the fellowship of the ring for this entire episode. (laughs) Just pause to sell some soup. I also think Yaya and Eva, due to the color that they, because they all have a pink on their They all have the same magenta fuchsia color. They're, the pink looks best with their skin tone. I mean, Norell looks like a a Japanese schoolgirl, to be quite honest. She's serving clown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it it looks best with with Yaya and Eva. Nicole actually looks like a supervillain a little bit. Because her mask matches her hair. It's, It's giving... Toxic. Yeah. <laughs> with the thing is that hair was really in, like that color was in, and she just couldn't pull it off. It just wasn't for her. It was always wearing her. Yeah. All right. I think that's that's, that's enough of that. I can't even say who I would even want to call first because I don't know who I could call first. <laughs> and I would send Nicole home again. The judges made a right choice. Okay. I, I would I would call Yaya first. They I didn't think I'd call, call Yaya. Yaya first. They're they're pissed about the. Umabushi. 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 But like her her whole thing like granted it was slow but it was probably the best commercial they could have just like moved a little slider and made the commercial some post edit yeah it would have been i mean i remember when they cut to a thing about trying to like cut i don't again it's edited so i don't know but they were trying to find what parts were usable for eva Eva didn't like do the commercial at all once through and they were like great we can grab three seconds from this sentence and like five seconds from that sentence and like and got a curve and that's why she's at number one agree because they were like oh you didn't completely suck so we're gonna give you first um yeah and is the embodiment of Annette Benning's line from American Beauty. You did great, honey. I watched you very closely and you didn't screw up once. <laughs> and even though Eva did bad in the commercial, her panel wasn't terrible. And, you know, outside of Yaya spitting out that damn thing, I feel like Eva, Yaya did the best at the Umobushi. Yeah, agree. Like it was the best, like, Same. you know, it was overdone a little bit, but she gave me something to work off. I, I don't think yeah. that in any commercial, the first time a model <laughs> tastes the product is during a commercial. Like they have tasted it, especially if it's something disgusting, Gross. right? Like they've had time to prepare and like acclimate to it. So Tyra's being awfully disingenuous <laughs> in this moment. Tyra loves to loves a power trip. Totes. Um, Who have we sent home this week? Uh, Nicole. You think? I mean, I, we forgot about her twice. The, but the second forget of forgetting about her is. I mean, it was a setup, but with good intentions. They also put her in the back. They were also like, make sure like you stand not in a window, but just completely behind <laughs> Yaya, behind Yaya's hair, and like you. So yeah, I think the thing is, I don't think 
Nicole was like terrible to be sent home. And like, I almost would have sent home, but like, it's Did you fine. Send home Amanda? It was fine that Nicole left. I was fine that with Nicole. I would have sent Nicole back, like, bye, bye, girl. <laughs> but like, I just, again, like, she's forgettable. The other girls, I guess, had higher moments and she just didn't even have a high moment this week. So, well, I mean, on the flip side, we can't forget about Anne because she's awful. So that's like not being remembered that's, for the right reason. Yeah. And so, again, so just again, week by week or doing week, like, great this week versus like, consistently bad the entire time like that's where I get really confused with this show and like here at this point like I mean do we really think Anne should be in the final five god no and so like Nicole's photos were better than Anne's and so like that's why I'm like I would have kept Nicole or Norell Norell also has like what like one good photo so far yeah and so (laughs) I'm gonna say something controversial and if you have a problem with me I encourage you to slide into my dms and talk about it because I want to see you spin. Um, I would have sent Eva home because she f- done <laughs> fucked up the commercial. But they didn't. But they didn't even see that. Though. That's the thing, though, because they editing. didn't see her fuck up. They did. They saw her like not be able to to read the commercial correctly. And it, had that been any other girl but Eva, they would have been like, "You didn't." Tyra would have done this, and this is my best Tyra imitation. You didn't even finish <laughs> once, and then like, and you know, like she would have like emphasized once and then like it would have and she would have set put her in the bottom and then she would have been like you gotta do better next time Eva or something like but had it been any other girl I mean she gave her second place and so I kind of agreed like Eva was able to get away with it because if you don't have a commercial I mean you don't have a commercial right you didn't okay true do the I'm, thing. I'm gonna say minimally it should have been Eva and Nicole <laughs> in the bottom but that I you know, this this could have been Eva's time. She really, really bit it. People are going to come after you. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of times where other girls, like, had Eva been in the bottom, I feel like her track record would have saved her. I think sometimes I would hope to think that it would have. No one else, if someone didn't finish the commercial or didn't fin- or do, they wouldn't have probably let them get by the way that they'd let Eva get by and gave her second place. Yeah. and so i kind of agree with they if someone was going to be knocked down a peg they should have knocked her down a peg because even before campbell select you know they were like campbell select she'd be like campbell select Ugh! again like you know where she wasn't trying and finishing and she never got through it all right well let's hit up one smiles to live and talk about the drama in this episode This is the third time Eva's mouth has gotten her in hot water. Um, Anne got mad at her <laughs> um, because after bombing her commercial, which she you know owns up to, Eva goes back to the dressing room or the green room, wherever the hell the girls are getting their hair and makeup done at, in the same room while learning their script. She's like, I hope someone else fucks up with bad photos <laughs> and goes home. And Anne's like, so you mean me or like Norel? And he was like, well, no, not you. <laughs> so then Anne's like, so like Norel? And Norel's like two feet away from them, like as if like the soul had been sucked out of her body. She's just dead, like looking at Eva, like, well, this girl wants me to go home. So we, I, mean, I, I wonder, cause 
Amanda's there and we see Amanda or cut cutaways to Amanda and cutaways to Norell. But things I wonder if like Norell was there or if Norell was like <laughs> shooting. And then granted, there is one point where they do talk to Norell and they're like, Oh, you're gonna be sad when I go home. And then he was like, Oh no, you're gonna be laughing when this little black girl goes and like talking about herself because she messed up. But like I just I wonder due to editing if when she initially said it if Norell was there. I feel like she could have been. Mm-hmm. I feel like she, I mean, that that room was <laughs> big, small. but also very small. Yeah. They were all there. And so then Anne is just more mad at Eva for saying that. And then she tries to ignore Eva, but Eva's like, look, Anne, let's talk. You always want to talk to me when I'm in the mood. So now you're going to talk to me when you're <laughs> not they in walk the mood. two feet away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Into, the, into a little, it, literally to like two inches away from where they were before. Come like, to the corner with me, Anne. Yeah, they're by the fucking pillar. <laughs> I swear to God. And then hard cut to Anne, like she's confused because the roles were reversed and she's not, not, she did pretty good today and she's not in danger of going home. But then she's like, but what if the girls who think they did really good, did really bad. And then they end up getting cut. And it's like, that's usually me. And so then now she's upset. <laughs> she got in her own head somehow in those two seconds of, talking head interview you know the vagmance goes on and they work mm-hmm. it out and they you know go home at the end of the day Woo. well that was a close one <laughs> um let's talk about this episode's antm contribution to pop culture there wasn't one for me to be quite honest yeah arthur had some ideas yeah so i mean bringing tay diggs into our homes as woo, woo. we always love to see tay diggs we yeah. do we love man and then and and can we just can we just say he has remained unproblematic for more than 20 years <laughs> and not it a lot of us can say that literally looks yes, yes. the same frozen um, in time yeah and um another thing is when yaya when they go into the acting challenge and yaya's like i i could be into acting i've always wanted to take an acting class and aren't we glad that she did yeah, are we glad, are that, we glad got, that Sandy taught her for one day? That she got to you know do this challenge and win, <laughs> and because she has done a lot, she was in like Tron Legacy. The kids are all right. Oscar nominated film. She played Whitney Houston in a Lifetime movie. I mean, she she's been there, she, done that. This new show where she star, she's the star on Fox. Like it's. I love Yaya. I will always be a Yaya fan. I'm glad the girl who got needed a facial got a facial. <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Yaya. Well, I think, Arthur, you picked the best contributions to pop culture for this episode. So let's move right into cringe of the week, which is never a category that we have a hard time filling. Ew, gross. I mean, these girls having to do a professional commercial for a billion dollar brand company like an an american product an american product (laughs) in japan in 30 minutes in fluent japanese like in one take or one run through who pitched this a and granted i don't know mr yoshi he he may be super talented but i don't know who booked mr yoshi on an american television show where he does not speak the language and then had to direct a, a commercial like Campbell's is probably like at home, like who approved this? Yeah. <laughs> like who sent Tyra this? <laughs> who sent over this creative and was All like, All we yeah, can hear them say idea. is Campbell Select. <laughs> like, and the girls couldn't even say it half the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know that Campbell's was never going to show these <laughs> these commercials. Like Campbell's was like, these are never going to see the light of day. I'm sad that we have to even show them on the show the way they are. But yeah. Arthur, what's your cringe? So I, you know, felt like I was wondering if I was just a little too like sensitive. But like Nicole uses the word tarred to describe her. Granted, I know it's just like of the times. Looking back, I'm just like, wow, 2000 five is quite a time or yeah it's the it's the third time this cycle the word has been used and also been called out as cringe so (laughs) yeah it's Uh, okay good to know good to know and then you're you're not alone at least it isn't blackface this time (laughs) (laughs) and so uh and tyra forgetting nicole which was so planned which i like it was i i i believe the tay diggs susan that was probably okay sure but this one, <laughs> they literally whispered into Nicole's ear and where it was literally just like be in the shadows this week for a panel. <laughs> like your ex is over here, right behind Yaya. And um, oh my God, just kidding, Nicole. And then they kind of just give her decent, they tell Feedback. her that she did decent, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, and so it it isn't justified for me. And it's cringe because it's planned. Tyra loves the scripted everything. <laughs> she sure does. Well, my cringe would be Tyra once again shitting all over Yaya for being, quote, pompous when Yaya is just being an intelligent, confident woman in front of Tyra. <laughs> and apparently that's a crime. But we've seen it week after week, so it's no longer a surprise. Like, is it Tyra's mad that Yaya has what she wants in education? <laughs> Yaya, who has won four or five challenges in a row, you know, like, she, yeah, and has had top photo, whether it's been acknowledged by Tyra or not, repeatedly throughout the cycle. Yeah, and if it drives me crazy because you can only represent yourself the way Tyra wants you to, and if you go against it, you're out. Yeah. Sorry. Well, where is Nicole now? In three, two, one, breaking news. After the show, Nicole has done some test shoots, but nothing else. Uh, come see me at ABM <laughs> Photography Studios. Uh, she worked as a visual merchandising manager for Victoria's Secret and later an assistant manager for Sears. R.I.P. Sears. Mm. R.I.P. to both of them. Yeah. Yeah. She also worked as an assistant manager for The Buckle. I'm dead. <laughs> Is The Buckle? The Buckle's not around, right? No. I don't think so. It was like no. really big when I was young. It was big. People <laughs> loved it. You know, people love spending four hundred dollars on jeans. That's well, at least she was in the around. fashion industry. True. <laughs> she would get a job, and then the bu- company would go to business. <laughs> uh, she started an Etsy shop called Borund Studios, which sells handmade jewelry created with exceptional attention to detail and unique finishes, and that makes me happy. Well, don't forget to follow the podcast. At YWBOT Pod on everything that matters. Um, Arthur, where can folks find you on the internet if they want to track you down? Yeah, you can find me at Arthur Marroquin on Instagram. So that's A R T H U R and then M A R R O Q U I N. So that's my Instagram. And you can also find me at Twitter at All About Arthur. Hey. Dr. Yeah, Naya, what about you? Do you know your Instagram handle? This <laughs> I, don't, I don't know my Twitter <laughs> handle. My Instagram handle is at underscore according to Joe, where you can follow me 
um, daily, sometimes not daily, but weekly. Um, Twitter, I'm at Giovanni Anaya, um, my little diary there. So come see me a little chaotic in there. <laughs> um, Charlie, where can our toppers follow you? I am Charles Jensen on Instagram and Charles underscore Jensen on Twitter. Love it. Easy, simple. Well, this has been super fun, y'all. Arthur, thanks for joining us. Thank you. For your first voyage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was so much fun. I am, uh, you know, very appreciative. I love Antium. I think you're in like the really, really good spot right now. We're just like three, four, five, and six yeah. are like mm-hmm. my yeah. favorite. Canon, I mean, Canon peak Antium. Yeah. Like nothing which, to compare. <laughs> yeah, which makes me sad about like when I look at GIFs, when I type GIFs for Antium on my phone. <laughs> They're all like the new ones. Well, it's been really fun. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll talk soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.